<laughs> Am I good? Of course, dude. Are we doing this? Are we going right into it? We're doing this. Are we doing this? Is this happening? Who let the dogs out? Dude, I had no... I, and we, you mentioned this right before, and I saw the shirt. I had no idea you went to Astro World. Astro! Was it you saw the whole survivor? What was, what, what was that like? Uh, do you want the real story or the made-up one? Give me the real one. <laughs> so I went to Astro World. Was it one day or is it a whole like a week event? Uh, it's two. It was two days. It happened on the first day. And were you there the first day? Yes. The fiasco. Uh, yeah. Okay. The second day didn't happen because the first day was a shit show. Oh, so it canceled the it show. Canceled. Tame Impala <laughs> didn't get to see Tame Impala. But it was. That sounds fucked Hold up. Hold on. To what, it was uh, it was Travis Scott's concert. Yeah. And Tame Impala was just there with him. He was he was one of the festival. It was a whole festival. It was a two day festival. I would have thought Travis Scott would be the last performer on the second day. Yeah. But for whatever reason, he was the final performer on the first day. He's probably gonna go again on the second. No. He wasn't on the lineup, but yeah, yeah I mean, he probably would have come back out for somebody else's set. Maybe he went on the first day for a reason, dude. He probably he probably knew this was gonna go down. I mean, his whole thing is like getting people riled up, right? Like at his shows. Yeah, he. I watched I mean, his documentary and like there, it was like NWA shit. Like he was like, mm-hmm. like he would leave the stage and go into a cop car. <laughs> it's always bad whenever something bad happens, dude. The internet now they'll just dig up every fucking interview of you and find. How you make yourself look worse. Like dude, I'll never forget. And I think, it, as I'm forgetting already, I forgot what year it was, but I remember this pitcher just threw a no-hitter. This young pitcher who just came off, like, this big, like, sobriety thing. Like, he was a heroin addict, came off of it, pitched, pitched a no-hitter. The very next day, somebody went on his Twitter 12 years back and saw that he wrote N-I-G-G-A to one of his friends. Like, what's up, my... Yeah. And then just... But had to go on an apology tour. Yeah, the I day after, like that. his <laughs> the best day of his his career. Yeah, he had to dedicate apologize his to BLM. Yeah, to what his fifteen year old self tweeted. Yeah, it's crazy, but um, but yeah. So I was at Astro World, and to be honest, it was one of the best concerts I had ever been to. <laughs> it sounds fucked up. You to would say. die for it, <laughs> would you? Some people did, Nico. No, I would not have died. For okay, it. couldn't have been uh, that good then. But it was so great because my friend, shout out to Justin Tang, JT. he is the uh, he helps manage one of the artists that was at the festival, Tori oh, nice. Moi. Do you know Tori Moi? No. They're one of my favorite bands, coincidentally. Oh wow! And my best friend is one of their managers. So, so is he your friend because they're your favorite band, or the other way around? It happened the other way around. I knew him before he got this gig. Oh, so you're lying. This isn't actually your favorite. Fa- you're just being a supportive friend. Or maybe he became his manager to get closer to me. Like, hey, like, you know. I think saying? you became his friend to get close to the band. Is what <laughs> I'm thinking. Groupie. No, we are already good friends. It's hey, proven. I'm a track record. Go, go on. <laughs> uh, but so. Um, he got us VIP tickets, so we got to go backstage and all this shit. It was like going to a festival under VIP is so. Once you go that way, going GA and having to shit in porta potties, you mm-hmm. just it's hard to go back. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But uh, so we were having a great time. It was awesome. Travis's set was insane. There's flamethrowers. It felt like I was in hell. I'll show you some videos. Do you, of me. Now, do you did you see shit hitting the fucking fan? The one thing I saw earlier in the day where I was like, this is not great, was some gates pushed over. And uh, actually, when we were in line coming in, there was some guy running and cops like chasing after him. Like That was our <laughs> intro into the festival. Fire you up a little. Guy like you, no. Guy like you, that puts you on, on edge. It puts me on edge. Yeah, like I'm not. There's some crazy people out there, dude. It puts me on edge, too. Yeah, I, anytime I see people acting weird out in public, dude. I'm, Plus, I'm, I'm new to Texas. I'm down in Houston. I don't know. I don't know where I'm at. Uh, you see cops on horses and shit. It's like, what's going on? Yeah, I'm starting to get real like social. Uh, maybe not anxiety, but like I'm starting to feel real social awkwardness. Like, mm-hmm. just in certain like, dude. We I went to a winery and yeah. I walked in there and like you. Or, I don't know how this shit works. You order a bottle and like I'm doing it. But you well, walk, you're gonna feel awkward in a winery. Yeah, I felt right. awkward. I mean, anyways, look what you're wearing. Exactly. Right and it, I was. You're I was, I was I like it was a little weird in here. Yeah, it looked like I came straight out of spring training, dude. I'm a fucking uh, third string catcher. I'm here at a winery. All of a Wait, sudden. what is this? Th- is this like a ninja Dodger ninja? Dude, no, this outfit? was just a uh, you know like bobblehead day. Yeah, this was a hood, hooded <laughs> sleeve sleeveless hoodie day. And the hooded 
the hooded t-shirt is really one of the most perplexing pieces that you can put on. Yeah, I. Think, what is the point? So I mean, if, if this was a nice light spring day with a little like a little misty rain, this would be perfect. If yeah, but like, when would you ever out. want the hood and not want your elbows to baseball? Pretty much it. Because you're, you're doing th- what? You're throwing. You want the arm loose. It's not going to get cold, you know. But you have a hat on as well. Yeah, you got a hat on. You don't really play baseball in the rain. Come to think of it, <laughs> ever they always cancel it. So I don't. I don't know what this is for. <laughs> but you know it's cool, and you want one. I see it in your eyes. So I don't. You know look like you're making a statement, dude. You look like Austin's next up and coming rapper, dude. I look like a guy who can strike your ass out. You know <laughs> it. So I don't know what this is about. I think you're you're you're. And I'm going to use this word wrong. Perplexing your insecurities on me is what's happening right now. For some reason, I'm thinking about this shirt being something that a little kid puts on after a swim meet. Dude, Nico, you've wanted your entire life, you've wanted to rock a sleeveless hoodie, but didn't have the balls to do it. And I'm doing it, and you're just mad. You want me to take the hood off? Is it distracting? Is that what this is? No, it's just fun. It's good fun. I love it, dude. I mean, I love you trying new things. I like the type of guy. I look like the type of guy that would walk into a grocery store and get approached by a baseball scout just (laughs) off of stature alone, stature and stride. So. Yeah, I mean, and there's going to be naysayers <laughs> like you, dude, when I wear a, a bold. And that's the thing. You know, dude, you know I'm in my head about the wardrobe, <laughs> and I took a risk today. I took a creative risk, and you're going to flame me up in front of the in front of the dog pound? Uh, I love you being in the grocery store, setting up a mound real quick on the bread aisle. Yeah, yeah, up. Hey, Let's get a little yeah. quick session in. Go find, a pe- go find, go to the, like, the little kid's toy aisle, get a piece of chalk, has a rosin bag. <laughs> you got to use an apple because yeah. you don't have a... I think, a, I think a, well, I know for a fact lemons are the best substitute. Oh, right. Yeah, you don't we want talked to, about an that. apple will just, lemon has a little more that, uh, well, you know, it's got the, it's got the wrapping. Mm-hmm. We so. don't want to get into Mommy Stew's uh, lemon tree. That, yeah. That's a touchy subject. And bananas are a confusing one, too. You know, you unpeel it, throw away the bone. There's nothing left. Dude, banana would be cool to play baseball with. I, I bet you could as get some bat? nice curve. Section. Oh, as a ball. Yeah, like, um, I don't know if you ever played Mario Baseball, but Donkey Kong, one of his specials was he would, like, turn the ball into a banana. and It was a nice curve ball I, uh, that was really hard to hit. I went a little more realistic. I was a backyard baseball guy. Oh, okay. And there's not a <laughs> single, I mean, first-round pick every time, Pablo Sanchez. <laughs> yeah. speak a lick of English. Boy, oh, boy, can you swing that bat. Yeah. And then you just get, like. And Couldn't get just, the grades up, though. Could not get the grades <laughs> up. But, you know, a little bit of a, a language barrier. You know, if you pressed a special button, like escape one, two, three or something, when Pablo Sanchez was on the screen, he would he would like look to the side and then look back and like, hey guys, I'm, I actually speak English. I went to <laughs> I went to Mexico for one summer and learned, but don't tell anybody. It's so it's a trip. Um, yeah, they were really. Uh, what what wait, I was saying, I just want to finish this real quick. I walked okay. into that fucking winery. Yeah, and uh, no music. Okay. Three people standing. I was the only one in there. Three people standing at the corner, just staring at me. Look at the menu, and I was starting to sweat. I'm like, dude, like. And it's just silence in there. I can't fucking... You need music in a place. You and need, was this THC influenced or were you really... Uh, were you maybe seeing some of these things? Because I've experienced where I'm like, they're staring at me. They know, uh-oh, I looked at them for too long. Yeah, this but... this medically induced? But dude, when you take THC, you en- you enter a new... Por- you walk through a portal. I mean, it's different. I got a new portal to tell you about, dude. I went to the... Did you get high at the airport again? Yeah. You did? <laughs> was it a better experience? Because you, you're, you're one for two. You're batting 500 up until this point. Right. You had one good time, when, but you were with your lady. You had a chaperone. I think that is the key here. Yeah. I think you need... Uh, I need a chaperone. You need a stepdad at all times. Yeah, I'll tell you about it in a minute. You you wrap it up. Well, that's it. I'm just uh, saying, okay. like, socially, dude, I like I find myself... I If I'm in a line, I'm a big, like, think about the guy behind me person. Mm. Like, if I don't know what I want yet, you're up. I am not going to walk up to the counter and take my fucking time, and nobody else cares. I know it's just me. I know it's just me. Well, I think these things have like do you do you go out in these situations a lot? Are you at the winery? Like if you were no, a regular there, no. you you would lose that. I think maybe if you were going to the grocery store every day, eventually you just you get, I get into the groove. Bro, I get anxiety through the roof when I'm in line at the self checkout. Mm. I mean, how about when you walk up, first item scans, put it in the bag, and it's like put like re-put item it's like it fucks up immediately and you're looking for the guy he's lollygagging by the candy and he's fucking hitting on the bag girl and it's just and you gotta h-e-b here in texas you you gotta bring your own bag right which is fine here's the issue i forget the bag every time so every time i have to buy a new 10 cents bag so now i have about ten thousand ten cents bags that i am sure are going to kill at least two or three sea turtles so it Mm -hmm. just kind of defeats where, where do you think they're gonna end up the garbage 
Yeah, what am I, I mean, do with all these bags? It looks like you could turn them into one of those sweaters or something. I bet you could stitch them together. I mean, one of those I mean, t-shirts. I mean, again, you're dressed like you just got picked up from summer camp. So I don't know why you think you have a stylistic advantage. I'm a here. victim, actually, a and victim. you commenting on this. First of all, another thing. Another thing. Find the right size. Enough is enough. It's too big. Find the right size. Yeah. You're. I mean, it. It. Are you in between size? I have the body type. I am naturally between sizes. Well, usually I shrink my clothes in the like intentionally after a time or unintentionally. Unintentionally. Okay. I just I over dry. I leave it in the dryer and it yeah. turns small. So this next week this will be a size down for sure. The issue with me is like a large I look like a like a fucking Hollister model, like it's so tight on me. And then yeah. XL I look like a shaggy skater boy. There's no medium. I can't just yeah. find a nice form I see people that just have form fitting uh, t-shirts and it's right. just I'm jealous of it ah, douchebags dude yeah put a fucking v-neck on I mean it's certain materials too like that'll shrink more than this and sizes never match up completely you never know dude now is Nico Jordan separating his colors uh no no way I don't even know why he took a second to think about it no that was crazy I'm I got idiot. so much pink shit in my closet dude that used to be white bro and I think that's a rumor <laughs> like I think that's placebo. I don't think that act. You don't need to separate your colors. That's big laundry just trying to get more detergent out there. I'm telling you, dude. That's all it is. It's just like Kellogg saying bre- breakfast is the most important meal of the day. It is, but it doesn't matter the time. I thought the same as you for a while, and then my shit started coming out pink. Yeah, well, and uh, yeah, over time it really fucks you. You're doing something wrong, pal. Because I'm, I'm. When did I start doing my own laundry? Fourteen, maybe. So what is that? 12 years i'm 12 years and when did you stop when you got that new girlfriend huh yeah no i stopped oh, yeah. uh when i stopped believing in like the societal structure uh-huh. stop showering stop washing my clothes haven't shaved it's time for me to clip my feathers huh getting comfortable they're getting a little long i am getting comfortable fuck off <laughs> i wanted to say uh at the grocery store the other day i was so embarrassing i fucking are you gonna be able to handle this i scanned a bottle of beer in the self-checkout we're gonna. This oh, isn't for good. We're gonna have to trade off because it hurts me too. But, <laughs> but you're I should have put the umbrella up. It's I okay. Guess. It's okay. It'll it'll move. Probably not. We're dude. But it's only 90s here in Texas. That's like it's like the middle of winter. It's yeah. really nice and cool. Yeah. Right, so the hat's coming on. But do you know the problem with that? Scanning the beer at the self checkout. You have to show your ID, right? You can't do self. You can't do beer at self checkout. You can't do alcohol at self checkout. At all? No. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's pertinent to texas then because oh this was in california oh so maybe it's pertinent to cal i don't know maybe it's the grocery store you went to because the ralph's yeah where was i at our ralph's the classic ralph's in valencia you can get it at really check out yeah huh so yeah i guess i'm not a fuck ass no but it started beeping like crazy and everyone's like oh yeah you fucking idiot you're you're an idiot someone called you an idiot yeah you go if i ever saw someone call you an idiot I mean, it's on site. I guess just... you got to punch Grayson in the face then. Oh, again? Again. How many times are you going to let me beat your girlfriend up, dude? <laughs> <laughs> but um, how was California, dude? How was Hollywood, you little diva? Uh, it was good. Let me put a quick button on this Astroworld thing. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like I left yeah, we've been leaping some all over. things unsaid. But uh, basically, it feels bad saying it. Maybe I shouldn't joke about it. Maybe I should. It was a great time for me. I didn't know that anything bad happened until I got home. Woke up in the morning, had a text from my. Were aunt. you one of those assholes that like like sent out like a tweet before like it was the greatest night of my life and like me? Luckily, no. The rest of the world knows that like thirteen people died. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people had to do that, but luckily, no. I was saving my photos. I'm for surprised you're day. one of the guys that didn't come forward to the media. Like, I'll turn on the radio and we'll be like, we have an Astro World survivor here. And it was just so crazy. I mean, he was playing Goosebumps and it was right before the beat dropped. And then out of nowhere, I just fell to the ground. And then I woke up and he was, what's what's his, uh, what's that What's that big? Sicko mode? Yeah, I woke up in sicko <laughs> mode, just dropped. I really could have. Uh, was Drake there? Yeah. Did he get on stage for sicko mode? It was awesome. Yeah. Dude, both of them up there doing sicko mode. I yeah, dude, it was great. They were playing all the hours hits. Till I land, took me out like a light. <sighs> yeah, dude, Drake. Um, how do, and how do we feel about Drake on this podcast? Are we an open? Do we so? Do we? Are well, we Drake stands? Are we in his corner? Are we trying to cancel him? Where do we stand with Drake? He's finally. I mean, if you're just talking about the music. Now he's the, two uh, out of three for you. 
What do you mean? He's black, and you're okay with that. He's Jewish, you're okay with that. But the Canadian thing, I know you are not okay with, and you've <laughs> been very vocal about that. But I think anything. I, one thing I do know about Nico Jordan is he can separate the man from the music, which is why he has a poster of R. Kelly and Michael Jackson in his house. Mm-hmm. And it's just art. It's art. Yeah. And other people don't see that, and I applaud you. I'm not um, going to go... I also see, gotta, I'm not going to go see Bill Cosby perform no. live. You might. Oh, yeah, because for the you, spectacle? Because you, you know he's a goat. I'll sneak in, though. I won't pay for the ticket. I'll sneak in. Um, but I got a Charles Manson You can sneak song. in, but there's no sneaking out with Bill. <laughs> He'll get you. I'm not going backstage, dude. No, I know. No. I know. No. <laughs> if he you asks imagine? you if you're thirsty, you say no. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Would, would you have to kind of respect it in a way if uh, Bill Cosby went after it again? Like if he <laughs> You think he ever referred to his dick as a pudding pop? I'm pushing my pudding pop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Suck my little pudding pop. <laughs> Is that a term he uses? Not a good. Yeah, oh, yeah. Really? Pudding pops. It was like his famous. He had a famous bit about pudding pops. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't really remember what I've it is. I've never heard of a pudding pop. Is yeah. that a real thing? No, like, I, I, I want to go back and watch Bill Co- Cosby, but I feel like I feel like a dirty little boy. Really? Do it. Yeah. <laughs> He's a he's a real bad guy, Nico. I don't know if you heard the I news. I don't think I've watched the documentaries. Or oh, anything. dude, you watch that documentary, and it's like Have this you? guy wasn't. Oh yeah, he wasn't just a rapist. He was like yeah. a conniving rapist, which I guess maybe they all are. But I like, assume some rape happens in the heat of passion, right? Which is still not okay. I'm not I'm not defending any of it. Yeah. But I he his was like he knew what he was. It was like it's oh it's like slimy. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like innuendos in the show. He yeah. talks about how he puts a little special thing in his like barbecue sauce to put the kids out. Whoa! Like like the kid, kids. Like, there's like a scene afterwards. There's a scene they showed in this show. Also, he was a gynecologist. Wrote himself in as a gynecologist. Bill Cosby. Yeah, a gynecologist or an uh, OGBQ. Like that was his TV show. Yeah, he, oh. Dr. Huxtable was dealing with uh, women's parts in his office upstairs alone. That was in a kids show. They put that. No, that was okay. in the Cosby show. Really? It was, I guess, it's like a family sitcom rather than a kid show. But then, like, there's this one scene. He has this, in the show, he had this special barbecue sauce that he would give the kids whenever they were acting up. And it was, like, Xanax or whatever. He wouldn't say that, but it would, like, put them out. And, like, there was this whole creepy scene about him talking about his special sauce. And then, and then there's like all these girls' accounts of like how he did it, and it's just insane. Damn. Um, and then like I hear like I know Rogan tells stories about like he hears guys say that like Cosby before a show would watch his like assistants and his bodyguards like just watch him eat. They would have to sit there and just watch him eat in silence. That was like a requirement to work for him. It's kind of dope. I'm not mad at that. And then you hear these people like Ellen DeGeneres was like another one where it's like, oh she's mean. Yeah. No fucking shit. She's a little mean, dude. Like, yeah. when you're the one whose name is on everybody's paycheck and on the show, and you have to fuck, boy, where Ellen fucked up is she like set her stake as the the kind person, like be kind, be nice, because then when one time you become an actual human being and you snap, then the whole world turns on you. Ellen DeGeneres yeah. is not a bad person, dude. I think she's, I mean, she's been doing the show for twenty years. Well, when every other celebrity is fucking raping people and. Eating people. Oh yeah, we got. Oh, Ellen. Ellen said called me a bitch. Yeah, mean Fuck is kind of at the bottom of the list. We we got a couple other uh, serial rapists to get to before we can start attacking the. Dude, mean I just people. I don't understand why the human race can't rally behind each other. Like anyone who's successful, there's people trying to take them down. Not because they disbelieve <laughs> in what they're doing. I think it's I think it's all out of sick, deep jealousy and envy. Yeah, but you see a guy pitch a no hitter, the first thing you do is try to take him down. For what? It's a few people though that makes it seem like a bunch of people. Most people do not give a fuck yeah, but it's about the, Ellen. The few, those few people are the loudest. That's the thing. I know, but even like Ellen could have just kept doing her show, and no one would have given a fuck. Well, do you remember when they There'd tried been ten people that keep yapping? But who cares? So in 2020, early summer 2020, comedians were dropping left and right. The Leah first, then Callen, and then they went for Joey Diaz, and Joey Diaz didn't apologize, didn't right. take anything back, didn't try to clarify. He just showed up next through. Monday and said, what's up, cocksuckers? Yeah. And he just kept going. And as we said, you can't fucking cancel me. There's no schedule. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, because most people really don't care. You got to be able to play through the noise. Most people can't play yeah. through. They get they, they hear one boo, and then they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Well, also, too, like, as a comedian, the people that are putting money in your pocket are your fans. Uh-huh. You know? like Right. So it's not the people that you need to worry about pissing off. Because they're not paying to come see you anyways. And they don't want to hear you say sorry. They're going to wait till something comes on YouTube or Netflix where they can watch it for free. 
yeah. and then bash any anything you say. And then if you apologize and come out and say shit, then they feel bad as a oh. fan for supporting you. And then they're like, Fuck. speaking of which, because this has been a strong theme of the podcast, we're a little late. But, you know, we're late on any topic we ever talk to. So it doesn't matter. No one tunes in to be updated. Well, I know most people get their news from us. So we are. We're a, we're, we're, we're a standard publication. Yeah. dude. I mean, it's the real deal. But I um, what was I talking about? People getting canceled. <laughs> Joey Diaz, com- comedians, who their fans are. Do you remember the last couple things I said? Um, Ellen DeGeneres, Joey Diaz, was said, what's up, cocksuckers, playing through the noise as comedians. We got to know how to do that because your fans are putting money in your pockets. Dude, I'm such a fucking space cadet, man. I'm not, how do I, how am I, how, why is this what I'm You'll pursuing? get it back. I want to talk for a living. I can't even remember what I... I don't even know words. We got a lot of stuff to say. We do. We haven't seen each other in over a week. And also, we should real quick. Can you grab your cup? Uh-oh. It's a little 9-11 remembrance. It is 9-11 today. Never oh, it is? F- never forget. You forgot? You're supposed no, to, ne- no, no, you're supposed no. to never forget. Nico, mm-hmm. you're supposed to never forget. Yeah. No, you forgot. Never you remember forget what happened that day? Forget. You remember what it was, right? Yeah. Do we? You want to do a re- quick recap? Start, at, start in the morning. What happened? All right. So basically... Now, they don't talk about this, but Kim Jong-un was involved. And they, they're not going to tell you. They're not going <laughs> to oh, say dude. that. I think at the time he was 12. Yeah. Maybe 10. Maybe 10. But what it was is Kim Jong-un, um, he watched, there was a movie that came out around that time about... Um, um, Godzilla. No, it was an airplane movie. I think it was called Airplane. And uh, basically... Top Gun Maverick? Yeah, some, no, I think it was the original Top Gun is what it was. So, <laughs> young okay. Kim Jong-un, inspired by America because he likes the power... Um, he was watching Den- Dennis Rodman flipping through the channels one day, watching some mm, basketball. A worm. And, yeah, and he showed up on um, Top Gun, and he's like, Papa, Papa, I want. And then Kimmy bought him the plane, <laughs> and he's like, hey, son, I'm a tank guy. I don't fly planes. Here's my pal. Saddam, Dennis Rodman? Saddam Hussein. Oh, Saddam Hussein. You know, and uh, yeah. they, they linked up. and Oof, I yeah. do not know my history. Right, you're more of a Bin Laden guy. I know that, and it's fine. I threw you off. Couldn't tell you the difference. Um Bin Laden was the one we got uh, in the hole. They made that movie. Like, Zero Dark Thirty was Bin Laden. Oh, yeah, Saddam, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we found him and just yeeted him. Right. Which I think we should have kept him. I think, like, we should have made a podcast. Ad. That's the thing. We're so quick to throw away the content. Yeah, we want the guy dead. Make a year of content out of it first. Yes. Everybody uh, that gets executed or that we're going to kill that's an enemy, they should have, the requirement should be to do the Joe Rogan podcast before. Right. That should be a... Uh, and and you got to smoke a blunt with Joe. Right. It's like death row. It's like your last meal. What drug do you want to do with Joe Rogan? Mm-hmm. And what would you say? What drug? Yeah. I'll try a cigarette. I think. How about how about your very first shroom trip, you and Joe on the pod? Oh, I already had a shroom trip. You have? Yeah. Let's talk about that, young man. <laughs> how was that? It was mostly good for probably like 20 minutes. And then you kept telling yourself you're not funny? Because that's what no. happens to me. <laughs> This was, was this before comedy? I think this was before Can comedy. I give the eyes a little rest and I'll, and I'll give it back to you? Yeah, dude, you're, it's all you. They're a little be, sweaty, I must gonna tell you. It's going to be tough for you checking back in now. We're going to be swapping body you're fluids. Like you're off the bench now. Those eyes aren't rested. No, I feel good. I got a nice, uh, what do you call it, brow, a little bit of... Um, you, have a, you have a very predominant brow. Predominant. The, this bone, the mandible. The mandible. I know that's not what it's called, but um, it's something Neanderthalish. Oh yeah, you, know, you have like pronounced. a very um, Homo sapien. Uh, what's the what's the term? Um, do you know what the the term for like the in between monkey and caveman was? Was it Homo sapien? We're Homo sapiens. Well, well speak for yourself. Homosexuals. I'm a, a hetero sapien. Okay. <laughs> uh, Homo erectus. Homo erectus. Yeah. Homo. I mean, that's just. And Homo erectus is just when you get excited watching cops. <laughs> Is what I is what the because I I was uh, my dude, school was heavy on vocabulary. That's for sure. Scientists just fooling around, dude, just goofing around, calling it Homo erectus. Yeah, man, they have fun. They, Come people, on, people people have way more fun, dude. I talk about one of my jokes. You heard the Dick's Sporting Goods. How the fuck did they get away with that? That's a yeah. big Dick's. Well, Dick used to be thrown around just normally, like you know, everybody's got an uncle used to have or a vice president, dude. Yeah, dude. DC. I wonder when Dick came like. So growing up for Dick Cheney, would he get shit for being Dick? Or did it come into the zeitgeist later on? You got to help but think it was one guy that's like, dude, I'm going to go by 
dick. And it's just like he made it cool. It's like the first it's the first cool guy that wore pink. Mm. You know? And he just you rode just it off into it? the sunset. It's like and then you th- and then all these girls are like, Well, if you go by dick, like there's no way he's got a small piece. <laughs> you know? And also it, it makes because think about it, it's short for Richard, but it's actually not. Right. It's just like saying Bob is short for Robert. It's totally not. It's a short word, yeah. It's a shorter word. This is just like my Aunt Margaret goes by Peggy. How does that get there? Well, that's I can tell you how she got that name. Do you want you really want to know? <laughs> is that a term? That's a nickname, baby. Oh, really? Peggy? <laughs> Let's just say she's turned some boys into men. <laughs> yeah. Dude, don't do this to me. I'm just talking about she's a pirate. I don't know where your head's going. Damn. Yeah. Um we were talking about earlier about the cancellation thing. I wanted to say that Donald Trump was the guy who mastered this. So many people it's thought he was done when Grabber by the Pussy came out, but he's like, no, I think I'm just going to become president. I'm just going to keep going. People yeah. thought it was over. And th- if that happened to like somebody on the other side, they would have apologized, resigned, all that shit. Yeah, I mean, crazy shit came out about Biden, too. Like, he voted. Uh, I don't know how true this is, but I read like a thing that he voted for, like back in the 60s or something. He like he was advocating for segregation. Uh which I think if you ask black people today, they're like, yeah, we could take that back. I'm sick of you honkies. We would like our own communities. Dude, I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, every Democrat now voted against gay marriage back in the day. I mean, Obama, Hillary Clinton, they were all anti-gay marriage. Not this Democrat. Which is crazy. Yeah. I don't know. I uh, I think it's. I think we should start doing it as a... Um, Evan Lopez suggested that we do like a Hunger Games type thing for the presidency. Okay. I would. I like a talent show. I like the idea of like. Uh, here's my thing. This is why I fully. Not every American should vote. I'm not qualified to vote. I don't think I should be voting. I vote on the guy that I'd like to get a beer with. Mm. Which is why Kanye West will be on my ballot again in 2024. <laughs> you know. I mean, I'm not like you should have to take an aptitude test. Same with that being a parent. Two crack whores can walk into a hospital and go home with a kid. No vetting, nothing. No, like, yeah. hey, let me at least see your bank account. Can you feed this fucking baby? Nothing. You don't need right. a certificate, no online class. All you need is a vag and a penis. Yeah. When, when, with the way science is going, you might, you might not even need both here soon. So. But then we're leaving it into the hands of these dipshit government officials to decide who gets to have a kid and who doesn't. And their qualifications might yeah. be fucked up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what it, it's going to be like a driver's test, but with a baby, you got to carry guy. around remember an egg for a week. Remember the last guy that tried doing this? What was his name? A- Adolf a- Hitler. Adolf Hitler. <laughs> That's right. He tried doing that. Blonde-eyed, uh, <laughs> blonde-eyed, blue hair. <laughs> it's, it seems good in practice until you realize that you got... And that will always fuck me up. Hitler had brown hair and brown eyes? Something like that. Also, not German. Right. Hungarian. Trippy. Yeah. But I guess maybe he was going for like the because uh, Kim Jong Un apparently has it's a, a lot haircut. like you. I see Adolf Hitler and you. You're from L.A., but you're a Bengals fan. Yeah, and you ride with them. Right. It's kind of your Germany, and you want to get rid of every. You want to beat every other team. You want to eliminate every other team from the. You know. Sorry, the Rams got off to a rocky start, dude. Not my fault. I don't care about football. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm in a fantasy league. I'm in one with you, and I'm in another one, the Big Laugh Comedy Fantasy League, and. Uh, I just don't know what I'm. I simply don't know what I'm doing. Have uh, I'll help you out, dude. Oh yeah, help I'm me out. I'm a fucking GF. Apparently, you're not football. supposed to pick your kicker in the first round. <laughs> I, I wanted to get the best one. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. You got three kickers in a row, dude. They said it was a PPR league. I thought it was a CCR league, which just meant we were going to listen to music together. <laughs> I mean, it's just I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to lose, and then the loser has to go on Brandon Lejean's uh, Third and Inches podcast and drink a gallon of milk. Which easy. Hey. That's how I start my day. <laughs> you know, I mean, these fucking losers. Do you get to pick which kind of milk? Can we go titty milk? Uh, I would like to go titty milk just because I'm a sensual guy, but yeah. um, I've been fucking around with the oat milk a little. Okay. Oat milk is nice. Almond milk's uh, bad for the environment, and uh, I'm a sea turtle guy. You know that. And what is an oat? An oat is, um, you know, it's in the, I believe it's the cousin of the grain of rice. Okay. It's a distant cousin. It's... um. Basically, what happened one day is rice and barley had a wild night out in town. Mm. I mean, there was lust in the air, and barley made a move, and lust, or and um, excuse me, rice let it happen, and then nine months later, you had the oat. 
Yeah, barley makes beer. Yeah, barley. Uh, I think wheat barley. That's what they use for. Uh, it's kind of cool. Alcohol. Yeah, like milk and beer. Yeah, and then you just feed. Um, they got rice milk horses too. Horses with it too. Everything can make milk, I guess. If you squeeze anything hard enough, squeeze any. You, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're milking <laughs> almonds. Yeah, they're out there milking almonds. Oh yeah, dude. But, and that's a. Uh, I mean, you get those almond titties. Uh, Sharp. Careful. Careful sucking on one of them almonds. Dude, you're gonna so have to suck pretty hard. I was um. I was in a bit of a rut the other day, Uh-oh. and I just needed some motivation. So I hopped on YouTube and I started watching Steve Irwin highlights. My God, dude, no. If you need to put some fucking hair on yours, that guy is my fucking hero. Really? Steve Irwin. I mean, if you, larger than life, the way he would talk, the way he would deliver a fucking sentence, the way, it just balls of fucking steel. I think I've said this on this podcast, but like, dude, I was watching, there was this, the most poisonous snake in Australia. He was right next to this hole, and he was like, down there is burrowed, the, I don't know what snake it was, and he was like, one bite, and you're dead, debilitated. Is it in there? I don't know. Let's find it. And then he just swan dives into this hole and comes out with the snake by the neck. And it's just like, like biting at him. And he's like, oh, it's okay. I'm not going to hurt you. Not going to hurt you. He's like kissing it, making out with it, sucking its tail. It's insane. Wow. And then he did, uh, let's see. I wrote down a couple of his uh, accolades. Of course, Collision Course. Do you remember that show? You're no. a youngin. You're a, you're, you're a young lad. That was, uh, that was one of his shows, Crocodile Hunter. That was the original. I remember Crocodile Hunter. He, yeah, I mean, that's how he got the name. Wait, what was Collision Course? Collision Course was, an, I can't remember, it was another show he had. I can't, he had a couple. There was, like, one where it was, like, Crocodile Cases, too, and he would, like, it would be, like, the true crime of crocodiles. He would, like, he would like uh, follow the Casey Anthony of crocodiles that, like, abandoned and killed their kids in the swamp. I think Peter would say that he's the Casey Anthony of crocodiles. I mean, he did a show literally just fucking with animals. Not fucking with a mark. No, like, no, no. Do you no, think no. this anaconda wanted to be pulled out of its hole? Bro, but, like, you know what it is? Like, I, so, like, now that I watched it as an adult, I remember thinking, like, when he died, like, as a kid, I'm like, he probably thought that was never going to happen. No. You watch him as an adult, you realize this is a guy... That has relinquished all fear. Like, does not give a fuck. Ready to die to do what he mm. loves. And he, he cared about the animals. I don't know what you're trying to say, but he started the Zoo of Australia, which is, like, the world's top today. Still, his family runs it. His daughter is a fucking smoke show. Dude. Bindi! Va-va-voom, dude. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I so would, he hated his wife and kids that would, much would, that he was just... I would bindi her in all types of different directions, dude. Ooh. But she, um... Um, but yeah, dude, and he was, I, I don't know, dude, I like. Do you like a girl suited up? Now, do you want them to release that Stingray footage? Where are you, because I'm fucking, I need it. Yeah, I would check it out. And also, Steve Irwin said, if I die doing what I love, I want the world to see it. But like, also, it's a little gory. And you got kids. Yeah. But. Because that was a recent thing. They said that there is the video out, right? But the. Um, I don't know. I remember when it happened, there was a video. They didn't want to release it, and they ended up like destroying it. Yeah, I think there was like two copies. The if, guy, you don't, if you don't destroy it, it's going to get out eventually. Right. I think his wife destroyed one copy. Terry. Shouts to Terry, too. Yeah. And he married an American, and his daughter uh, followed in his footsteps. She married an American wakeboarder. This guy's a fucking dweeb. Wakeboarder? A, a wakeboarder. This guy just, he was a wakeboarder, which, you know... <laughs> I mean, that's intramural. Let's call it what it is. Dude, wakeboarding's awesome. It's awesome. I'm sure you can like, do flips and We're not going to call it a career. Name a wakeboarder. Sean uh, White doesn't count, and I say Sean White because I'm sure he does it. Bobby Irwin? See, that's the thing, dude. I, I know you just made that up, but I believe you because it's so insignificant to my life. Well, I was just going for Bindi Irwin's uh, husband's name. Yeah, and he's such a beta, I think he took her last name. <laughs> God, that's what I was thinking. But, um, Wouldn't you? If you if you're a nobody and yeah. you could be Steve Irwin's, you know, take that name. Who? What are you gonna be a Stewart? What celebrities? Before? What celebrity family do do I want to get married into? Smith Pinkett. I'm not fit out. No, no, I'm not. I don't. I'm. I'm not. I can vi- see you, I'm, not, I'm a. I'm a pacifist. I wouldn't do well in that house. Right. But um, once that alopecia really kicks in. See, also, the hairline thing, I don't want her thinking that she can relate to me. I have a real issue. Like, she's going to try to like, give me advice. <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. You're still hot. You're fucking young rappers. <laughs> I couldn't fuck a young rapper if I tried. Maybe I, she wants a young comedian, though. You never know. Oh, I'd give I'd give Jay to the dick. Only if Will's in the room. That is my... <laughs> I, he needs to be in the room. Otherwise, I'm not doing it. Because I want her to get off. And Which if he's character not, does he have to be dressed as? Hancock. 
No, 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 no. I want them. Uh, the fish from Shark Tale. Oh. <laughs> You know no. what's fucked up is they made that fish look a little too much like him. <laughs> you look at it, it's like, I see what you idiots were doing. It looks, dude, those fish look gross as fuck. Jessica Alba's in it. I think yeah. they got like, they got the little uh, Bob Marley jellyfish that were running the, the car wash. Uh, working at the car wash. That's a good one, man. <laughs> if they did that, if they did that at the drive-in. I don't know if I said, did I say on here that I went to I went to a drive-in movie theater last night? Have I yeah. said that? I dude, they played E.T. It was fucking amazing. Really? It was so cool. Because, like, we just put an air mattress in the back of the truck bed and just laid out, ate popcorn under the stars. There was a harvest moon. It was, like, perfect weather last night. It was out in the country. Was it just the two of you? We were with a group of people. Oh, okay. Yeah. A little orgy session? Yeah, it was an orgy. Damn. So. You guys got blankets and stuff? Yeah, but it was, you know, it's still a little warm. But, like we were talking about, dude, the weather's about to be primo here. Yeah. I met a girl. uh, For two weeks. Yeah. We get, like, two weeks here, and then it'll be freezing cold. I met a uh, I met a chick the other night who just moved here, and I was like, "You came at a good time. Like, you missed all the bullshit. Like, this is this it was a rough summer, dude. It was this was like a record breaking summer. They said, yeah, dude. as far as like how hot it was without any rain. The days that it rains are awesome. I yeah. do like the rainy days here, but like today, me too. I'm sweating right now. Woo! I'm glistening. I really I thought I could get away with not putting up the umbrella. Well, this is a good opportunity for you to work on that late summer base coat. Yeah, because I can. I'm just gonna be honest with you, and you look great. Thank you. You do, but you neglected. You didn't go as hard as you could have this summer. No, not for sure. And, you know, this is the pot calling the kettle pale. Yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, I've got no room to talk. But right. Contrary to popular belief, people think I just burned, dude. I can get a nice little Tuscan cocoa bronze, dude. Mm. I can get a nice little kiss from the sun if you, if, you le- if you let me. But Yeah. And now when I was home in California, tanning is great because here if you lay out, you just instantly get sweaty and like that feeling of like being wet with the sun is weird. But like in right. California, it's so dry and you're not getting bit by bugs. Dude, going back to California, it's it's tough coming back when you're there, dude. You miss the non the non gender bathrooms. Is that yes, what, that's what, that's yeah. That's it mostly. Um, yeah. But dude, going to the beach, dude. Jumping in the water, the ocean. I mean, you're I'm probably just... frustrated being back. In the, you wouldn't even know where to get a beetroot smoothie right now. You know, <laughs> like you wouldn't even yeah, know dude. where to get a nice ginger glaze. Yeah, dude. The avocados in Texas are probably not up to your caliber. No, no. And I wish I could complain about In and Out, but In and Out's over here now. But it doesn't hit the same that it does in California. It doesn't. In fact, because the it's the um, West Coast Pacific breeze going in through the drive-through window, dancing right. around the fries, that makes a difference. And that's just a fact. And anyone that wants to challenge that has not had In and Out in California. Mm-hmm. Fine. Yeah, I was. I, w- I went to the In and Out in um, Vegas, and it was like a Burger King. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Um. No, dude, it was great being back in California. I hate to admit it, but I had a little. I had a five-hour layover in San Diego. Yeah. My friend picked me up who lives oh, down you there. Left the port. Left the port, jumped in the ocean, always got a, a ballsy, bite to eat. Always a ballsy move leaving the port. It is. Always a ballsy yeah. move. And you were a little high? Ah, oh, dude. After the beach, after when I got back to the airport, I had, I didn't know some of the feelings that I got from taking this edible were possible through marijuana. I thought, I thought if you take weed, it's always just like happy, fuzzy feeling type stuff. Well, it's, it's, um... Weed intensifies what you're naturally feeling, I think. If you're a happy guy. Right. But then there's also, like, dude, there's a point where, like, weed feels good for a long time, and then one day it starts to make you paranoid. Right. That's a real thing. But it's just funny, dude. I think what you need to do is start taking these edibles on, like, a Saturday night at home when you're not doing anything. Mm-hmm. And then it'll be a different experience when you go to the airport. Like, you are, you are, do you are... <laughs> you're like getting I'm high skipping for the, steps you're getting high for the first yeah dude you like you're getting high for the first time <laughs> in the most hectic public right. environment i gotta do my time in the minor leagues before alone I MLB. too alone see and that i worry about problem. you when you're sober and alone sometimes right dude that's the problem you're a curious realized. cat you wander off i need a leash on you sometimes oh dude i'll get out there yeah it's it's being alone it's the airport and it's nighttime both of these times happen when it it's dark. I'm way better in the sunlight. Like if I was cooked right now, dude, uh, I think the sunlight just does something different. It does. A nice thing for you too is like maybe take the edible right as you're boarding. 
Yeah, that's what I did. Okay. It was mid-flight. It was a three-hour flight and mid-flight. Ball sack to the face. Dude, the other thing was it was like a half-full plane, so I had like six rows in the back to myself, so I almost felt like I was like the only one on the plane. That could that could freak you out. It freaked me out, and then it's dark, too. You feel like D.B. Cooper? Who's that? D.B. Cooper is the guy, dude, slapping documentary on Netflix right now. He in... I want to say the 70s. Dude, you're doctor documentary. Yeah, man. I'm trying to be a detective, you know, and I'm skipping the college step. That's um, what I was going to ask you, though. But does it make you feel better to watch these things? I or just, do you wish you didn't know? Like, do you wish you could just be Zero Dark Thirty on uh, Bill Cosby and not have that in your brain? Or does it make you feel better knowing these things? Well, I think if you've made your whole life convincing everyone you're some great guy, right. but you're secretly a piece of shit, uh-huh. I would like that to be exposed before you die. Yeah. That, oh, for sure. You know, so like, for to sure. answer your question, no, I'd like to know. It sucks, because you want, I, I want everyone to be a good person. Right. But, but I know now, do I need to see the details? Do I need to relive it and get this trauma yeah. into my life? I mean, it also adds a little flair to it all, in a weird way. No one wants to admit it, but in a sick way, it's like adds flair to the the whole story unfortunately it's not beneficial enough to shadow out the victims that were fucked with i mean because dude i can't imagine i mean one dude the other day this girl that just moved here that i was telling you about new side piece no no this is this is my girl's friend and she uh was telling me kinky dude she had a full fucking hand mark on her arm like four is if someone grabbed your arm like this, four fucking bruises from fingers right here and a thumb bruise right here. And what happened was she parked downtown. Some guy came around the corner with her dog. She petted the dog. Because girls will tell you, like, if a guy has a dog, that's like a green flag. Like, he's not, like, he's probably a good guy, but not always the case. And he asked, for, had a dog. he asked for her number, and she said, like, oh, my boyfriend wouldn't like that. To which he said, oh, your boyfriend doesn't let you have friends. So she got the idea that this guy's not going to go away. Gave him a fake number, walked in to eat the tacos. She comes out. This guy texted that number. Whoever on the receiving end was like, hey, this is the wrong person. You got the wrong number. He was, like, like waiting for her by her car. As she's getting in, walks up, starts cussing her out. She tries to get in her car, and he just fucking grabs her. And, like... Dude, I don't know how hard you got to grab someone to fucking bruise them like that. I bruise like a fucking plum. I mean, I'm a softy. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, if grabbed by a man, that wouldn't have done nothing. But, no offense. Sorry, you, you didn't deserve that. But you licensed to grab you? But, <laughs> but what I'm getting at is, like, <laughs> these are this is shit that women has to have to deal with, right? Yeah. And I can't even, like, dude, if I'm being honest, a real fear in my life is not getting raped. Like, I've never thought of that and like these women it is like it's an everyday fucking fear and uh to get raped by someone in general is like a whole fucking situation but to be raped by the by america's dad who everybody loves and no one's gonna believe you Mm. and you have no idea that there's 80 other victims that are willing to come out too Mm. i mean it's uh that's just uh, my heart goes out to that dude i mean her this girl telling me that story and looking at this bruise like i almost fucking cried dude it was like that just sucks. Like, she just moved to a new city. You're, like, excited, and that fucking happens. And, like, I asked her, I was like, was it a homeless guy? Because that's what I would assume. And she was like, no, this was, like, a college kid, 22, wearing a polo. But, like, a uh, lot of these fucking egomaniac frat boys, they're told no for the first time, and they become little fucking aggro pussies and just think that they can hit a woman because there's not going to be any uh, immediate um, consequences. And a lot, I mean, how many dudes get away with beating the shit out of women because they don't want to come forward and, like, it's horrible. I'm sorry. I don't even know why this is becoming the topic, but I'm an ally is what I'm saying. I fucking, that, that shit sucks. Mm. I wonder if almost, yeah, is it worse or better for it to be celebrity? So there's at least, like, But a, at the same time, like, what was she wearing? <laughs> Had to. Couldn't help myself. I'm, I'm an ally. But I, I, <laughs> yeah. Uh... Because, like, this person, she has no idea who it was. If it was Bill Cosby, at least she could. Right, but, like... But I don't know. And it's even this bad. random guy, like, everywhere she goes, downtown, yeah. no matter what, any guy that looks like him, any guy that, like, feels like that guy, any guy with a dog, she might never pet a dog again. Right. It's fucking horrible, man. She had a very... Yeah, her dude. spirits were high about it, and I'm glad she could be, like, with friends that day, but, like, God, that's that's just... Dude, like, I go to the gas station with my girl, and she'd be like, can you, like, walk with me out there? And I'm like, 
Come on. I don't even think about like like she's like she, uh, apparently women when they go to gas stations are like like commonly harassed. Like dudes will come up to their pumps and shit. <sighs> I'm afraid to talk to a girl that invited me out to dinner. I, I can never yeah. just approach a woman like that. Thank God I'm a pussy. I'm too much of a pussy to ever be an actual creep. I may appear as one, and that's fine. But if you judge this book by its cover, you're going to think I'm a, I'm a creep. But if you get to know me, I'm a sweetheart. You know that. <laughs> you know that. Just take the hood off when you approach a girl. Well. <laughs> Don't approach people with the shades and the hood and the T-shirt. See, it's I a thought, little too much. I thought that made me look... Uh, More trustworthy? Attainable. Like this guy. <laughs> it looks like a guy who's on the run. I think I'm starting to think women like dudes that don't know how to dress themselves. Mm. Which is the case with me. I mean, I'm wearing a hooded uh, sleeveless shirt right now. Yeah, Why? I mean, this is a... Uh, with a hat that does not match, and I'm aware. This is a guy who's in a relationship talking right now. Well, this is, she's telling you all the right things. I've been married for a long I love, time. I love dude. your big stinky dumps. I'm married to the game, baby. Yeah. That's my number one bitch. The game, G A M E. That's beautiful. Yeah. Um, what, what are we? Are we steamrolling? Forty-five minutes. We'll keep powering through. Oh, um, can, can I touch back on this? Uh, on my <laughs> so sorry Dico. existential crisis. Yes. No, we're good. Um. So yeah, it was the worst trip in my life, worse than mushrooms. Young man. Um. What I'll say is, it was actually quite frightening. The dimension that I entered into. All right, real quick, because I'm a big detail guy. I need yeah. I need age or year, and then I need atmosphere. Age or year? Yeah, how old are you, were you? If you don't remember that, when was it? I just need a, a timeline. No, this was me on the airplane. Oh, I thought you were going back to the shrooms. Oh, oh okay. Mm, shrooms was fine. Okay, if the shrooms isn't a story. I'm saying just... this was worse than shrooms. Oh, okay. I was so high. I was like, did I get fentanyl? What happened? And we're here? talking about a week and a half ago. Uh, like, like a week five ago. days ago. Five days ago. My flight back. You you got high on your flight back to Austin. Yeah. After you stopped in San Diego. Yes. So you and com- I was by coming myself. back to Austin, which is this way. The airline says we're gonna go down. From so you San Luis Obispo. That's dude. That's why yeah. when I flew into the L.A. in July, I connected at San Jose. Yeah. I mean, they just put you all over the place eight, because eight hours north. Yeah. Bring me to LA because Austin doesn't fly direct to a lot of places, and San Luis Obispo is even smaller airport that doesn't fly to straight to Austin. So it's either connect in San Diego, LA, or Dallas. Anyway, um, yeah, I start cooking on this edible, and the place that I got ten mil, to ten millies, ten mil, ten mils. Should be a piece of cake. No, I mean, no, no, dude. Like, if you don't do it, five milligrams will rock you. Is there something to, like, things expiring, too? I don't know. Like, this gummy, it tasted a little stale or something, and I was like, oh, that was like, you know, I've had these for a bit. No, dude, I'm telling you, like, what you need to start doing before you get high is a light meditation. You got to clear in. Yeah. For you, because you're not, because it's an experience at this point. But the place that I got to was nothing matters in the world. Everything is fake. Like, like it's like... Uh, Dude, sometimes that's not a bad place to be. Because when you check back into reality, you find like a medium of like uh, reality. Yeah. No, I'm getting back to a better place, but it's still... The effects are still slowly wearing off. Like it was like... You mean, what do you mean? Like you feel high right now? Not high, but like the mentality of everything being fake. I get it. Yeah. No, was, dude, I'm like telling it still you, like, lingers. Bro, bro, but look at that. Like, you get high and you build a new perspective. Yeah, but it was bad. In no, the moment, but it's not a bad thing to yeah, have a it, bad perspective. Right, right. Yeah, coming out of it, now that I'm safe and look sound. You, and look I how happy boy you look. Now that I didn't kill myself, it's it's great. But yeah. that's the place that I got to, which I didn't know was attainable on weed. But dude, that look, I could be, like, the only way out of this is to kill yourself. But that... Yeah, but you're too much of a pussy. That's the good thing. Me yeah. too. I'm too much of a pussy to ever kill myself. I would, yeah. I'm too, it would hurt. That's what I'd be afraid of. <laughs> but uh, also the uh, off chance that you survive the suicide, that's embarrassing. You got to face the squad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Could, couldn't even kill yourself. Well, yeah, I'm going. Uh, I mean, what would you do? To end it? Yeah, I think building. Dude, the cool old guy thing to do is you take a bottle of whiskey and you go into your garage and just turn the car on. Yeah, but even that is not a sure bet, right? It's not a sure bet, but like it at least sends a message to the family. Like, <laughs> leave me the fuck alone. 
No, I'm not taking out the garbage. I wonder what the Dodgers are on. I don't so know, humiliating to be pulled out of suicide. I guess I shouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> but like, Owen no, Wilson, but like for me, Owen Wilson be... uh, famous suicide survivor. Really? Yeah, I don't remember really how. I just As a celebrity? I remember before? being on my way to Rio Norte Junior High. My mom was driving me. Star 98.7 was on the radio, and they were talking about, Owen Wilson survived a suicide attempt. No. Yeah. I got to look into this. Pete Wentz, another guy. Suicide attempt really? survivor, yeah. We're a small community of suicide attempt survivors. Did you? No, but it's coming. You know, I'm not, but like it's. Not, I know it's not going to be successful. Don't scare me like that. I'm the guy man. that jumps off a cliff that wasn't big enough, and I just break my ankle. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then you got to play it off like you weren't trying to commit suicide. You're going just for like, the thrill. Oh, was, yeah, was just going for the thrill. Thought it was shallower than it was. I remember I was going over the Coordinado Bridge once in my truck. In my, I had a Ranger before you met me and the clutch went out. Do you know, are you familiar with the Coronado Bridge? So Coronado Island in San Diego, it's where like the Navy SEALs train. Mm -hmm. And I was here for like some training, not the same thing to be clear, but I was in town for some training and I was going over this bridge. I think they flew me back from Japan, driving my truck over this bridge. My truck had just been sitting in my parents' driveway. So it's just a piece of shit, like not being used. And this bridge has no shoulder. It's got five lanes, and based on the time of the day, they move the median over to give like the the, the three lane on in the direction that needs it more. And so this was I was on the two lane. It was back the fuck up. It was right when I lost like downhill momentum, and I'm just fucking stall out, and I'm stuck on this thing. And uh, I created a huge line of traffic, and people thought I was like a jumper for sure, because people jump off that bridge all the time. Mm. Like I guess like three times a week there's traffic on the bridge because someone's jumping off and it's like again you're jumping off into water like what if it doesn't hit me you got like I want rock at the bottom if I'm trying if I if I want lights out yeah how about the guy that stole in Washington he stole an airplane that was dope and he had learned how to do it just from playing airplane simulator <laughs> games and he had worked as a baggage loader for this airport for a long time. Super depressed, not happy with the way his life went. He just wanted to do one exciting thing. Stole this plane with no one on it, took it up, and, like, dude, the videos, there's people in their backyards filming this guy in a 747 doing fucking corkscrews and loop-de-loops. Like, dude, it would be, like, right here. Remember that time that drone flew over us? Yeah. Like, that's literally where this plane was. And then uh, you just, they, I don't know if you've seen the coverage of this, but, like, they... Put you got the, video of it? They, yeah, and they put the conversation with the tower. <laughs> and they're like, hey, man, we just don't want you to hurt anybody. Like, this isn't, it's not too late. Just bring this back. And he's like, look, guys, like, I know I'm going to go to jail. I know all this stuff. And I think there's a lot of people in my family that are, like, disappointed in me. I want to take this time to just say I'm sorry, but I think I'm just going to go nose down, lights out, good night. That's what he said. Nose down, lights out, good night. And then just, that's the end of the transmission. And, like, the last video you see is this plane just going down. You don't see a crash, unfortunately. Uh, I don't know why that's so funny. <laughs> it's funny because this guy, like, he's not, I mean, he wanted to do it. He didn't hurt anybody. Yeah. He could have, but he crashed that plane, like, close to, like, a neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, dude, that would be so fun to steal an airplane. You think so? Yeah, dude. I just kind of, I just, I don't know. I just want to just steal an airplane just want to uh, that was another thing in my experience i was just like what do you like just don't do anything just go just go live in the woods just go just because you can't really steal a train no nah. eventually got to stop you know mm. yeah and you're on a track you're which on a is track not fun. you can't really control where you're going they right. know where your next stop is going to be they can just stop you build a uh, uh blockade i mean would a boat be fun captain phillips style yeah, but they, you know, the sea is, too, like, once you get into an arena that's too big, you can get cornered easily, easy, right. you know? You need channels. You need avenues of escape. And the airplane problem is eventually you need gas, so you can't, and you can't land it anywhere because nobody's going to hook you up. Ah, uh, you can't run from anyone. You need a spaceship. Dude, I was l listening to Protect Your Parks 5, mm. and um, Rogan was talking about, the conspiracy behind, was it Flight 97 or whatever? Mm -hmm. Did you ever see that movie about the flight that was heading towards the Pentagon? And so the um, crew stormed up front and fucking Let's roll. took over and then just like crashed the plane in a field to save the Pentagon? I know, he was saying his bullshit. Well, you come to think of it, how the fuck 
did these people know they were going to the Pentagon? Right. You know, and what, basically he's saying like, no, we shot that plane down. Yeah. You don't want to admit it because there was innocent people on there, but like they found the wreckage like within scattered within miles. Which if a plane crashed to the ground, it wouldn't be that wouldn't be the case. More than likely, I'd assume. But if right. you shot it out of the air, things are just flying in, into oblivion. It makes more sense. I don't understand yeah. why we don't own it. Like, yeah, we fucking shot it down. This thing was coming for the Pentagon to kill thousands. Sorry we had to kill 20. Well, it's just, you know, before the internet and stuff, it's just... The government probably got used to just lying to the public and they, we would buy anything for the longest time, you know? You know what scares the shit out of me is that solely footage of that guy landing the plane in the Hudson. Mm. Dude, I watched just the scene of the movie. Not even the whole movie, but just the scene where that plane crashes and it is just be putting myself in that. It's so terrifying. Mm-hmm. Terrifying. The idea of landing in a body of water is even scarier. Yeah. That's, te- that's so fucking scary. Yeah, and then once it like landed, it started like sinking. Yeah, all they, this water they, all, they were all like on the... Uh, wings just waiting right. to be rescued crazy it's so fucking scary but i mean that's almost like taking the edible <laughs> and going to the dark place <laughs> yeah, like you, me you like so once you come out of that you're like wow yeah life's good yeah i gotta these people almost died by plane crash in a river right you took a gummy on an airplane <laughs> i had the whole road to myself yeah you're the whole road to yourself these guys were sharing a wing <laughs> very similar experiences yeah speaking of podcasts I don't know if you're aware, but as a comedy duo podcast, we've just um, climbed the leaderboards one notch now that Theo Vaughn has <laughs> left King in the Sting. Did you hear about that? I didn't know. Yeah. he. The last episode, he said, I'm out. On the last one? Yeah, the I most didn't recent. finish it. I didn't finish the last yeah, it's one. Yeah, he does like two minutes. He's like, yeah, I'm done. Was it a clean break? I guess so. I mean, he left it like, well... He said, yeah, I'm, I'm going to stop doing the podcast. And Brendan's like, you got to figure your shit out. You know, maybe you'll be back or something. But he's yeah. not coming back. Well, I think bringing Dalia in. Fucked it up. It, for Theo, he, like, gets talked over now. He's not, right. like, he used to be a, a bigger voice. But he's I was, so tertiary to Brendan and, uh, yeah. and Chris where it's just like, it's cool because it's a powerhouse fucking you got four big voices on the mic with Eric Griffin in it. Right. So now is it going to be King the Sting and the Sing? Who knows? They're changing it so it's much. Mess. It's a completely different podcast now. Well, it all got started, though, because he Theo went to Nashville and started like zooming in and wasn't there. So that's why he brought Chris yeah. and Eric in. Yeah. So I think he wanted out a while ago. and just I looked back on his Instagram. He's like never posted about King the, the King Sting. and the Sting. Yeah. I think... Uh, it sucks, man, because he was such a... like. I don't know if I would ever become a fan if it started as like if it was Brendan Schaub and Chris D'Elia. Mm. I like it now. I'm I'm in on it yeah. now, but like I don't know if it, I would have got in. I, Theo Vaughn is what drew, like drove it for me. Yeah, and a lot of times his solo podcast is more like serious. Sometimes yeah, like he doesn't always have comedians on, but the King and the Sting was always fun. That they're just always shooting the shit, roasting each other. It was and one stuff. of my favorite podcasts. Yeah, for, the it, old it, ones. I'll still listen to it because yeah. a lot of the times he's not even on anymore. Right. So like I'll or still he's li- zooming in. I'll still listen to it. I love Eric Griffin. Yeah, my favorite was when they first brought in. They'd have Stevie Weeby and Eric on the couch. But before that, dude, it was Chappelle. Yeah, crazy. And they had the Culture Corner. Yeah, it was Chappelle Lacey. Before that was Derek, Derek Poston, Poston. Yeah, who will be at Monks on um, October twenty eighth. Hell so yeah! Get your tickets. Um. Anything else we needed to touch on? Dude, I'm so hot. I cannot wait to go inside and Fuck debrief. Yeah, uh, just have a cold seltzer. God, it's still hot. If there's anything else, uh, one more time, shouts to 9-11. I don't know if that's something you really want to shout out. Yes, never, always remember, never forget. Even though you did. Well, I'm never going to forget that you forgot. Yeah. Never forget. 9-11, never forget that Nico forgot. That's the new saying. <laughs> Nico, yeah. see, Nico the freako, dude. You're a mogul, dude. You're moving. People felt your presence back in Austin, dude. The tides have shifted now that you're back. Yeah, it's tough, it's man. To get I gotta there. get back into the grind. You've been hitting it hard. Did you have a good time this last week? Yeah, man. I, Anything I've been eventful happened? Just uh, oh, your fucking uh, competition. Yeah, I was in the Austin comedy comedy comp. Did pretty well. Didn't make it through, but it was like everyone who made it through were people that like I knew I wasn't better than, uh-huh. so, and people that I like look up to. So like that was. No problem. I got good feedback from the judges. Got a good score. 
but it was the top six out of 20 to make it through. So I didn't make the cut, but it's tough. Dude, I mean, the most people I've ever done a set in front of 180. It was Louis. It was like when we saw Louis C.K., it was the exact same amount of people. And uh, yeah, it was just wild. It was a great time. It was awesome. Shout out to Adam Lucky, dude. Adam Lucky is doing big things for the comedy scene in Austin. I mean, with the Filthy Show, the Roast Battles, and then now this. I mean, that guy is really putting things together. And he's he's got to be making the Creek in the Cave a fuck ton of money. I mean, Adam Lucky and Adam. Anything Adam Lucky puts his name on, I trust. Mm. Whereas like this Cap City competition, who knows? Yeah. I don't know. Shit's weird. It's weird, yeah. But he, uh, no, yeah, he's a uh, a comedy purist. Yeah, and this one seemed like, because you had to audition just to get in, whereas the Cap City one, anyone who paid was in. Right. This one was free. You just had to submit a tape. They, top, they picked the top 100, and then instead of letting the audience decide, because the Cap City one, you can bring 30 friends, and they'll all vote for you. But instead of that, you let uh, the judges give you a score, who are comedy people. Yeah, there's no perfect way to do a competition because it's subjective. It is subjective. But, uh, yeah, it seems a little more authentic or in the right place. Yeah. And, and it's, uh, it's nearly impossible to find a impartial judge for comedy. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, but, dude, that's, that's the tricky thing about comedy is it's a business mixed in with art and it's somebody else's business. And they want to make money on what they're doing so that's i mean that's what's hopeful about what everything joe rogan's saying about his club is that he just wants to make a place that gives back to comedy not care not worried about profit right and he's so rich that he can do that and um you know stand-up comedy is the most free falling um path i guess or medium or or market like there's no blueprint it's like the ufc Right. There's no way, there's no actual way to get there. You just have to figure it out. And there's like certain ways you can do it, you know, like you get a Netflix special or you, you know, new faces, stuff like that. But there's no like farming program for comedy. Right. But it's cool to see people try to make those kind of things like Kill Tony. Yeah. And, um, but comedy, it's, it's so different across the board. Like you realize that you can become a professional comedian that would suck at kill tony yeah or you can become a professional comedian that would suck at the fucking whatever dumbass competition or like yeah because like it's people are another one of those things where you don't have to check all boxes right you you can just destroy your own you can you can be very good at your niche what you do and ride it off into the sunset yeah like um Bill Burr doesn't do act outs or shit like that. Like uh-huh. he has his ranty style of jokes, and then, uh, you know, there's people that are like jack of all trades. Like Fahim Anwar has bits, jokes, act right. outs, everything. Uh-huh. Fahim Anwar is is like a jack of all trades. Right. But then you see a guy like, uh, I mean, even Chris Rock. I mean, he's got his style. It's very stylistic. Mm-hmm. But there's yeah, there's plenty of people that Tony would Hinchcliffe, hate right roast comic. You know, um, David Lucas, another roast comic. Shane Gillis, bits, stories. Right. Joe Begley, storyteller. You know, everyone's got their their thing. I don't really know what mine is. I'm not sure I have one yet. Yeah, you f- I don't know. You figure it out slowly. Yeah. And just, uh, yeah, we got a long way to go. Long way, dude. It's the important part. Mm-hmm. But, but there's got, even, like, comics that we don't know of that are, like, super liberal or super conservative that only feed to those... Their markets, yeah. Right. Yeah, there's, like, Christian or ethnicities too. just play for, like, church crowds. Right. They like, talking about not even aware of. Dude, they're uh, huge. I mean, Shane Gillis was talking about uh, Dangerfields, that club, yeah. which I don't know if it's New Jersey or New York, uh-huh. but, like, you would go there and it's just three old dudes that are fucking killers but that don't go anywhere else and don't do comedy anywhere else. Uh-huh. Um... Yeah, I don't know. But that's the internet now. We can, we have the ability to reach anyone yeah. if you're just good enough and you can figure it out. But anyways, I'm baking like a stuffed clam out here. We oh, good? yeah, dude. I might take a bite. Those <laughs> thighs are looking good, these thighs, dude. These thighs. It's looking like a nice uh, cut of salmon, a nice slab, dude. These, these thighs are unhinged, dude. Yeah, you're getting tie-dyed out here. I am getting tie-dyed. You're like a sock and mixed in with the reds, dude, a white sock. 
tie-dye sock has a nice feel to it, dude. Oh, yeah. But, um, all right. Uh, Monk's Jazz Club, September 24th, two shows, uh, 7.30 and 10. Tickets online at Monk's Jazz Club. Hell of a lineup. We got Andre Rick's uh, headline in this one, so come on through. It's going to be a banger. Other than that, dude, I'm going to... We're going to have to figure something. Well, no, no, we'll be good for next week. On Wednesday, I'm flying to Indiana. Oh, movie star. Yeah, and I come back on Friday. Damn. So, Wednesday to Friday? Wednesday to Friday. Damn, dude. that's a quick turnaround. Quick. I'm in one scene. Wow. One scene. So. Do you feel more prepared than last time? Do you you know that you, you feel a little more comfortable? Yeah, last, sure time, last, last time. Last time was my first time ever acting. Right. And I was also, like, not doing comedy yet. It's so like now I've it's like it's been a, this is a a funny role that I'm playing. It's a comedic scene and I've spent a year trying to be funny in that like headspace and in front of people on stage embarrassing myself. So like yeah. Can we get a quick preview? No. <laughs> do not have my lines. Dude, and you yet. shake your tail good enough, they might throw you another scene. I've heard stories like that before, dude. This is how how do you think I got back, dude? Hell yeah. How do you think dude. I got back, baby? Hell yeah. But uh yeah, man, so that'll be cool and we'll talk about that when I get back. Apple Man's back. All right. Captain's dogs. Woof woof. Woof woof.